Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I didn't reach the goal on either of them. But now I'm actually doing a Kickstarter and putting effort into it. It's going pretty good so far. And This is episode 85 of the Alt Arts Academy podcast. How to launch a Kickstarter with Dean Victor Varnado and Vice Queen Roxanne. Okay, everyone, hello and welcome to the Arts Academy podcast. I am Dean Victor Varnado. With me today is Vice Queen Roxanne and, of course, Rachel Tyson, LMSW. <laughs> Never get tired of saying our name. All right. And uh, everyone, the Arts Academy, uh, the New York Arts Academy, Alt Arts Academy is a place where we teach you everything about the ins and outs and the mechanics of the entertainment industry. All the stuff that you need to know behind the scenes that to help make your art better and to go farther and to be stronger. All that stuff. That's what we do. Please check us out at Alt Art Academy on all social media and artsacademypodcast.com. Today, we are going to be talking about two things. Uh, we're going to be talking about how to start a Kickstarter, and we are going to be talking about how to do your own gallery exhibit. These are things which I had to rapidly learn how to do uh, in the past uh, month or so. So let's talk about them both, all the stuff that I learned and things that I would say are a good thing for you to know. Actually, one of the best things I think you should know about is Kickbooster. It's amazing. And I'm going to talk about Kickbooster in a little bit. But basically, Kickbooster is a thing which really helps you grow your Kickstarter. Like those Kickstarters that are that you see that are many, many times beyond their goal, a lot of them are done on Kickbooster as well, which we're going to talk about today. All right. So let's just get started from the top. Have either of you done a kickstarter rachel and roxanne i have not done a kickstarter i have done crowdfunding on other platforms me okay. too and how did it go um i on a gofundme we did not reach our goal on seed and spark we did reach our goal oh cool what was your goal on each of them Mm, I think the GoFundMe, the goal was um, around like 8000 And then okay. the Seed and Spark, it was um, 10000 and flex. Got it. Okay. Awesome. And how about you, Rachel? Um, I did mine on Indiegogo. I was a teenager. I did not put a lot of effort into it because it was not my idea. And I did not reach my goal. All right. Sounds uh, good. I actually did uh, two other Kickstarters before, and I also did not put any effort into it. And I didn't reach the goal on either of them. But now I'm actually doing a Kickstarter and putting effort into it. It's going pretty good so far, and I think it can go even better. Um, but we'll talk about what I'm doing now that's different from what I did then, and also how the performance now has already been better uh, because I'm really, we're really only a f the first few days into the Kickstarter and we're already about 16% funded, which is pretty good. 
and we're uh, of course going for that hundred hundo percent later. Okay, so uh, hundo, you don't like hundo percent, Roxanne? What do you think about hundo percent? You like that? No, I, I mean yes, I agree. Um, I was just caught off guard. You don't like you, you don't like my cool talk. That's your cool talk. Yeah, hundo percent, hundo. Like you can express yourself however you want to express yourself. Thanks, Mom. All right, so <laughs> let's talk about Kickstarter and all the stuff that people say you should do. Uh, and I, I actually pulled up a checklist of the things you should do before your Kickstarter, and I'm going to, I'm going to uh, talk about whether or not I did them in the past and did I do them this time. Okay. So first of all, um, they say to uh, cre create a checklist for launching your Kickstarter. That's one of the things that they say to do on the checklist, uh, which is a weird choice for the first thing. But yes, I did create a checklist for things I should do before I launch my Kickstarter and what I'm doing on my Kickstarter. Uh, I didn't do it in the past. I just thought you had to put up a Kickstarter and, and then people would just donate because your idea was good. Not so. All right. Uh, second, create a prototype. Now, if you've got a, if you've got an actual item that you're selling, I guess a prototype is in order. But in my case, uh, I do have like a little bit of a prototype because my Kickstarter is all about a, a thing called the anti-racism activity book, which is a highlights magazine styled satire about racism with puzzles and games that <laughs> show you how dumb racism is. Anyway, you can check it out at antiracism.online. But so did I create a prototype? Yeah, I kind of did. I uh, had some pages finished. I had the cover finished. Uh, and I also made a kick-ass trailer uh, for my Kickstarter. Uh, previously, the in the other Kickstarters, I had nothing that was close to any sort of prototype, any sort of like sample of what I was going to be doing. I just like promised people like, oh, trust me, it's going to be good. And nobody bought it. Can we watch it now? Can we watch what? The trailer. Oh, you mean for uh, the anti-racism Kickstarter? Yeah. Actually, a, yeah, we can. I can pull it up on as a video file. Hold on one second while I do that. Did you, so uh, speaking of uh, making a prototype, did either of you have any sort of prototype for your Kickstarters? Like if you're making a movie, did you have sample scenes or anything like that? Like how did you do it? Um. So initially for the gofundme no it was like pre-pro so it was all just concept okay um and then for the seed and spark we were required to like put more into having like a pitch video and that kind of thing and then that that was one that actually succeeded correct mm -hmm. correct got it okay so here is the trailer Introducing the Anti-Racism Activity Book. It's chock full of 50 plus pages of fun activities, puzzles, and illustrations to color, all designed to show everyone how dumb racism is. Here's one, everybody counts. Number these races in order from best to worst. The answer is, I really hope you didn't try to number the races. This page is based on real facts that suck. ABC News published a list of the top 20 blackest sounding names. Help Alan find them so he can reject their resumes prematurely. Sorry, Deshaun. This book is written and illustrated by comedian cartoonist and wacky voiceover artist Victor Varnado. 
So if you like to color, solve puzzles, and laugh while crying inside for humanity, order yours today. And there you have it, everybody. If you're only listening to this, you miss a lot of cool visuals. Uh, if you want to see those visuals, just go to antiracism.online. All one word, anti-racism in that case. Uh, yeah, and so I made that I made that trailer. Uh, I was trying to make something that was in the style of the book. I had the same vibe as the book and was only 60 seconds long so I could put it on every different kind of social media because I think it's actually Instagram, which is the one that has the uh, limit of 60 they seconds. Do. Is that correct? Yeah. It's 59 seconds. 59 seconds. As I so I made something that was under that so that it could be on all social media. Okay. So created a prototype. The next thing they say to do, identify your team members and team roles. Well, uh, now I, I gotta be honest. I didn't really go deep into trying to identify team members and team roles. I do have a team that I work with. Uh, they're actually on the show with me. Um, Rachel Teichman, of course, and vice queen Roxanne. I'm sorry, Rachel Teichman, LMSW. Let me see what, and then it just fades off. Uh, L LMSW to censor. Let me see what is that correct? That is partially correct. Great. Uh, and then uh, they're my team. And so I also have a publisher for my book that is uh, also part of my team. And we're all trying to work together to make this Kickstarter super successful. If you don't have a team, it's going to be on you to do stuff. I think one of the best things that ever happened not the best things that ever happened, but one of the best things that resources that I had was actually Kickstarter themselves. When your Kickstarter launches, they actually send you a list of 21 things you can do to spread your Kickstarter around. And they're actually really good things uh, or really uh, good suggestions. Also within Kickstarter are interviews with people who've had successful campaigns and they tell you how to build your campaign better, which was a great resource for me. Um, and, uh, and I think, I think we're going to talk about one of the things that I learned from those resources of, or the interviews from people who had very successful Kickstarter campaigns. So, uh, that actually takes us to one of the next steps, which is develop and price your product. Okay. So when you're making the Kickstarter, uh, rewards, so Kickstarter, you make your campaign and on the right side of your Kickstarter page, usually is listed the rewards and you pay different levels of money for a different level of reward. Sometimes the reward is just the product and sometimes the reward is more than the product. Um, the best information that I got from the successful campaigns is to not go crazy with the variety in your rewards because people who follow your Kickstarter, they want the thing that, the thing that you uh, are advertising so they want that thing that the campaign is advertising. So if your rewards incorporate that and maybe to in an increasing level still incorporate that item, that's when your rewards are going to uh, sell the most. Because a lot of people make rewards, they're like, you can get the book that I'm making, or you can get trading cards for this, or you can get postcards for that. But a lot of people just want the book that you're advertising. And so you should always incorporate that into your reward structure. And uh, that was just really, really good information for me. And also the second best thing that I learned from watching those videos with these successful Kickstarter people is that the sweet spot for 
uh, pricing in Kickstarter, most sales happen at $25. So $25 should be your main reward. Whatever it is, it should be $25 if you can make it $25. I mean, some people can't make it. Like if you're selling a, you know, a computer or something like that, you can't make that $25 necessarily. But if uh, you can make your reward $25, that is the most bought thing. Like it's better than $10, better than $50, $25 right everybody yeah that's like when your mom takes you to toys r us to what? get a birthday gift when you're going to your friend's birthday party and she says uh, don't spend more than 20 dollars," but then you find the perfect gift for 25 and then she's like okay no this is not helpful at all rachel no i think it is kind of helpful how so because when people are going on kickstarter and they're looking for something to buy they're like they're looking for a price that's like not super high but they also don't want to like think they're cheaping out by going lower but so how 20... does that how does that equate to you angering your mother by picking something out of her price range because people go on kickstarter to buy gifts for people so it's like a really good gift price to set a benchmark at you know what i'm gonna stop pursuing this conversation okay all right everybody let's move on to the next thing shall we Okay, so build your community and email list. I mean, that's actually something that you should definitely do pre-launch. And I didn't do a, a huge amount of building my community, but I did tease that I had this book coming out. I teased people with the book coming out, and then I finally told people what the book was about. And then at the very end, I was like, hey, here's the book, check it out. And then uh, sent people to uh, pledge for the book. So I guess I, I didn't build up a specific email list for the book, but I did uh, tease with my social community about the book. Uh, did, you, do you, did you do that with your uh, campaigns, crowdfunding campaigns, Roxanne? Um, I didn't tease prior to making the announcement. Um, yeah, like it was, it was like as soon as we were ready with like press materials, we were like, this is what we're working on. And you know, this is like what our campaign is and stuff. So we didn't necessarily do the whole like, it's a secret. Here's the secret. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, okay, well, then uh, I guess not everybody does that. I mean, I, I get it that if you have a community and you're building up the excitement for whatever your product is or your project, your campaign, that's a really good thing to do. It's not something that everyone can do. Sometimes you're just too busy with other things. Uh, in my case, I was busy a lot, but I tried to do a little bit of that. Um, but I would say one of the big things is uh, the next step, which is building up your campaign page. Now your campaign page, when you launch your Kickstarter, you're gonna have a page which explains to everybody what your project or product is. And there's four questions which you have to answer on the campaign page. What are those four questions? Roxanne, go. Hey, why am I the only one? Well, I don't know, because when I ask Rachel a question, she's just like, one time me and my mom were in a department store. <laughs> so, um, Do you mean like actual questions from Kickstarter itself? Sure, either way. Uh, usually, well, I think in general for a campaign page, a good campaign page, you want to like talk about what the project is, why you're doing it, and what the risks and challenges are. Um, yeah, that is three of the four things. Okay, four things. 
Mm, well, for, for my campaign, I had to actually break down what the money was going towards. Yes. A lot of people do that too. Um, and you can break down what the money goes towards. I guess, I guess that's a good idea too. I didn't really break down what the money goes towards because it was kind of obvious in my, in our case, uh, cause it was just a book and it didn't really cost more than a book cost. So <laughs> people, if they can't figure out that the money goes toward, you know, the book, then, you know, maybe they shouldn't get this book. All right. So, uh, it, but it is what the project is. That's number one. And then the second one is why you're doing the project. It's number two. Then the third one, which you skipped was who's involved. Tell us mm -hmm. about the people that are going to make it. And then the fourth one are the risks. But then we also identified that there should be a fifth, which is where does the money go? Cause a lot of people don't know where the money goes. Like if you're like, I'm going to build an interdimensional time machine. Why do you need $2 million? Well, you see, first of all, we have to build a university that can do the research, et cetera, et cetera. And so you might have to uh, explain to people why it's worth giving money for whatever it is. Um, right, Rachel? Exactly. Great. It's been a great conversation. <laughs> All right. Let's well, yeah, that. I mean, people need to know where their money's going. Yes. Yep. Okay. Uh, so at this point, you've set up your pre-launch page. Now, once you set up your pre-launch page, sometimes it's a good idea to run it by the people that you might be working with so that uh, they can make sure that there's not crazy typos or that you didn't go off the deep end and price something too, way too high or way too low, but just keep track of that. And then after that, uh, after that, it's create a, create a strategy and promote, create a strategy for promotion. And so I'm actually doing this as well. Uh, my strategy for my Kickstarter promotion is there's like three or four things that I'm doing. Okay, here's one. One, uh, my team and I, we are just messaging people. Oh, well, first of all, actually, why don't we start with Kickbooster and then we'll talk about the strategy for this particular Kickstarter. Let me tell you what Kickbooster is, everybody. Kickbooster is a site which makes it possible for it makes it possible for people to advertise your Kickstarter campaign and automatically receive a percentage of every person that, uh, that they, uh, help discover your campaign. They, they receive a percentage of every person who makes a pledge, um, through them and they get their own unique link. So it's a website where you sign up, you can put your project on that site and then people can go to that site, click on your project, get their own link so that then they can promote your project. And, and in our case, uh, it's set to 10%, but you can set it to wherever you want to. You can set it to 50% if you're crazy. Uh, you can do, I mean, you're not necessarily crazy if you set it to 50%, maybe you're selling something that it makes sense to make it 50% on. But either way, the thing is you can, you can easily set up a, what is usually called an affiliate program. We can also call it commission, but basically, the site takes care of all the mechanics for you. So you don't have to do it yourself. Uh, the downside to the site is it, it is a little hard to set up. You have to do, you have to be familiar, familiar a little bit with, uh, Google analytics and getting a special key that you can put in your site and then activating certain things. I had to do a bunch of Googling to get it all up and running, but once it was up and running, my part was done and then I could just send out the page that allows people to sign up for it. And in fact, if you're interested 
in uh, being a affiliate for this and making money by letting people know about the anti-racism activity book, let us know because we'll send you the link and you can sign up yourself. Uh, people have already done it. We we just started doing it about what two days ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we already have eight. We already have eight people signed up uh, as affiliates, and uh, or at least that was what we had uh, yesterday. So we might have more today. But anyway, so and then those people can those people can send out messages about your Kickstarter. I've also noticed that a couple of them are even or one woman is actually has is making her own ad on Facebook about the anti-racism uh, book, and she's sending out information about that in a in a branded ad, which is great because she's looking to, uh, you know, make the book more popular and then get her 10%. So that's all good. Love it. And then uh, anyway, so one of the things that we're doing is we're taking our kick booster page and we're sending it out to people that are either influencers or blogs or companies and we're telling them, hey, uh, this project is within your wheelhouse of your company or your your wheelhouse as an influencer or whatever. And we're sending out messages to them and asking them if they want to be part of it. And we're doing a couple every day. And then we're just gonna keep doing that to keep building up the, uh, building up steam for the anti-racism book. Another thing that I'm doing on the side to help promote the anti-racism book is during the pandemic, I started doing cartoons every day and then I kind of fell off that and I only do cartoons like a couple of times a week now, but now I'm going to start doing cartoons again every day. And because, uh, doing gag cartoons, it gets around cause people like gag cartoons. And then if I, and on every gag cartoon, I just write a little bit about the book in one way or another, it sends more people to the book. So it's, it's an interesting thing I can do. I also offered to put people in the comic if <laughs> they want to, uh, if they want to, uh, pledge for the book, then I offered him to put him in one of the comics that I'm drawing every day. But that's also another thing that I'm doing. Also, I'm talking to a PR person. I, I, we didn't actually put a budget aside for a PR person, but I do have a PR person that I once did a favor for. And so now they're doing me a favor. And so we're going to talk and, uh, about promoting the book. So those are things that we planned so far. And there are, there are other things I'm going, I'm, I'm researching and finding out different ways uh, to promote things. But uh, one great thing that has happened is because the trailer that I made for the book was entertaining, some people have just reposted it themselves on their own channels because they like the trailer. And so there are people who will just take your trailer and repost it if it's funny. And so there you go. And that happened. What do you think about that, Rachel? I think that's wonderful. I think it's really good to make shareable content for your Kickstarter page. And so that way kind of everybody wins. They get entertaining content and then hopefully it'll get you more clicks. Awesome. And what do you think about what Rachel just said, Roxanne? <laughs> um, I think I concur. I also concur. Good job, Rachel. Thank you. All right. And next, uh, next on the list is actually something we just talked about, which is reach out to your marketing partners, but that's what we're doing already. Uh, and then, and then, uh, then the last thing on their checklist is to make sure you've done everything in your checklist. <laughs> Way to go checklist. <laughs> Way to self reference, like... self reference in the first and last thing on the checklist. 
That sounds like my to-do list every day. It's like, get started on this. And then the the last one is like, make sure that you did everything on the list. No, I mean, if that's what it takes. Yeah, it's valid. Then, then that's what it takes. Uh, so only, it looks like there's only one person watching this live. So if you have a question, person watching this live, then ask it right now. Otherwise, we're going to end the Kickstarter conversation and go on to the next subject. Um, but you should know everyone out there. Hold on a second. Is there a comment on here? No. Yeah, someone said that was great. They were talking about the trailer. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's great. Uh, well, thank you for the uh, trailer compliment. Uh, if you're still there, who knows? All right. And next up, uh, well, I do want to say, uh, please check us out at artsacademypodcast.com and all Arts Academy on all social media. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.